Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Dino Talk podcast. We've got a new episode out. And today we are talking about, or we are going to do an ADP draft. What we're going to do is we're going to draft uh, one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, a tight end, and a super flex spot, I believe. Yes. And, and then next year at this exact time, we are going to tally up our points and see who wins, see who can really predict the future and see whose dynasty value can really rise. And then at the end, we're each going to talk about three players that we think will drop an ADP. And those numbers will be bonus points onto our team as well. And see what else we got. Um, yeah. What do you think, Jesse? Should we go ahead and get started here? Oh yeah, I am super pumped to get this one going. We've been uh, we've been talking about this this uh, little mock draft here for about two weeks. Super excited to get it going. Oh wait, um, well, before you start, yeah. I'm gonna we're using uh, sleeper ADP. We're doing super flex, like just normal scoring, and like we kind of have our set. Uh, we have a set mock draft we're using. And we're going to go back to that mock draft next year and with the same format. And that's how we're going to do the rankings. Like once it refreshes the rankings, we'll do the pod next year and we'll talk about who wins. Yes, sir. Uh, Yeah. Good, good job pointing that out, Nick, because that is a huge, uh, a huge separator. I mean, a a bunch of different websites have different people at ADP. So good clarification there using sleeper. We can, uh, we, we both have the, the mock draft here. So, I do just want to point out this will be the only time that I point this out in this podcast. But last year, my pick here at first would have been Jalen Hurts. So something that Nick didn't didn't bring up, I don't think, was that there about the bonus points. Did you mention the third round, second round, first round spots? No, fill, so, fill uh, people who go up in the first round, uh, any spot in the first round is going to be bonus five points. Uh, second round four, third round three. So uh, last year, getting Jalen Hurts at around. Uh, you know, twenty three popping up to three would have probably probably won me this uh this league entirely here. So just all right. But besides for that, enough about last year. We're on we're on to this year. We aren't uh some pods who keep doing victory laps on things they did years ago. So uh, we keep we keep winning. All right. So to start us off here with pick one, uh, I think I'm snaking somebody from Nick. Whenever I I thought uh thought about it long and hard, this uh. I didn't get the chance to look. Is this a tight end premium league, Nick? Do you remember? Yes, I. It should be. I. To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, I, I mean, either way, I was looking at this and I was just thinking, man, I remember Kyle Pitts's rook his rookie year. Kyle Pitts rookie year. Um, he was higher than he is right now, and uh, I was a pretty big hater on. Uh, on Kyle Pitts at that value. Oh, I did get him. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, I'm so glad that uh, that made you know, um, whenever you're drafting and you know that person behind you is like, Oh, you snipe my guy. Just feels great. And to be at 101, uh, with a with a draft like this going against Nick, I'm super pumped. Um, but yeah, yeah, obviously obviously you understand my reasoning here. Uh his value just uh, – I mean, if he takes off, you know, looking at where Travis Kelsey is going, um, he could be right there. Uh, and with those bonus points in those different rounds, kind of strategy I was thinking of there is uh, 
you want to catch somebody at the end of the third so that every position that they get up, uh, I'm going to get some bonus points on. Kyle Pitts, he's going at 35. 80, oh, no, his ADP is 34, actually, in that draft. So, uh, yeah, I mean, every spot that he goes up, I get a bonus point on. So, love that. And, uh, yeah, just just love, love me some Kyle Pitts. What do you think, Nick? That's a, that's a, a, it's a great first choice because, I mean, especially even last year's ADP. He was getting drafted like first round, sometimes mid first round and going from like 34.8 up to like eight, like that would be, I mean, I, I don't know the points. I haven't added it up, but that's, that's pretty solid. And the reason why we did the rounds one through three scoring is just because we would all just pick the 200th player. And just, if they jump up 50 spots, we went, but by doing this, it kind of gives us more incentive to do, go with the earlier guys. And yeah. It kind of kind of puts me in a pickle, but at the same time, I get two picks here. We're doing a snake draft, and I'm pretty happy with that. And the first one I'm going to go with here, um, I talked about him on last week's pod, and I'm going to go Nico Collins. He is at an ADP of 181 right now, at wide receiver 71. And I, I just think Nico is one that's I, – I think he's going to be the number one wide receiver for C.J. Stroud this year. And – I mean, even if he puts up 900 yards, just modest, 800, 900 yards, has eight or nine touchdowns, his ADP is going to go up from wide receiver 71. And like, I just think his value right now, he's being valued way too low. And I think he's bound to just rise and rise. And I, I mean, do I think he's ever going to be a star? Probably not, but I think he's going to rise up. And I'm pretty confident in that. And my second one here, Kind of debating on this, but I'm going to go with Deontay Johnson. Uh, he is right now at ADP of 97.5 at wide receiver 38. And I, I personally think Deontay Johnson is the most undervalued player in Dynasty right now. He Last year, he got a ton of targets. The only problem is he didn't have any touchdowns. And every year, the best person to value in Dynasty – Unless it was Kyle Pitts last year, who I thought he would have better touchdown regression. But I think Deontay Johnson's going to, his touchdown numbers are going to go up. And I think he's still going to be a target hog. And I could see him having a 1,000 plus yards, eight touchdown season. And his ADP is bound to rise from there. Like right now, he's being drafted way too late for his talent level and how often he is targeted. And yeah. I mean, Miles Sanders last, like the year before, he had like, I don't even think he had a touchdown last year. He had 12 touchdowns. He was a wide or a running back too, and pretty, pretty easily. And I, I see Deontay Johnson doing that, and his ADP is bound to rise. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I love that pick. I was surprised to see you go with uh, Nico Collins so early here. Um, just, uh, you know, because you, you know me, I, I thought that you would have just, you know, kind of tried to pick away at uh, people that I love. So I'll just jump right into my next pick, who I thought that you were going to jump all over. Jackson Smith, Nijigba. Uh, he is uh, going at ADP. We'll call it 40 because it's 40.4, so we'll round down. Uh, but, I mean, I love him at 40. Um, he has a chance. Uh, I think, you know, if he takes over that Tyler Lockett role, especially, you know, if Tyler Lockett's to leave Seattle next year, the hype could be unreal. Um, especially if he if he performs this year, where uh, which 
I, I think that he will. Uh, he was able to perform with Garrett Wilson. He was able to, to perform with uh, Chris Olave alongside him. I think that he's going to do just fine with DK Metcalf and, uh, and Tyler Lockett. And then next year, you know, I mean, he could, he could be looking at him in the first two rounds. So another guy I was looking at um, in that last edge of that uh, third round, you know, so uh, being in that 40 spot, he's got to get up four, but then after that, he starts getting me some more bonus points. So a uh, huge reason why I went for him there. And then uh, we'll go ahead and jump on uh, over to my next guy is Brandon Ayuk from San Francisco. He's uh wider or he's uh going at seventy uh ADP seventy fifth overall right now. Um, I like him to have a breakout year this year. He's still twenty five years old, so next year at twenty six, I don't think anybody's gonna be too concerned about his age. Um, probably won't break into that like third third round. Uh, you know where we're getting bonus tier points, but uh. Definitely could see him him rising up to, you know, fourth, fifth round. So um yeah. Those are my two those are my next two picks. I like those. I I think they're both solid value. I know JSN, he's a guy that can his value can just rise and rise and rise. And Ayuk, if he if he takes over for Debo Samuel, I mean he's in an offense that just like Shanahan's a great play caller and he could I think he can definitely rise in value, and I, I think that's a pretty, pretty solid pick, especially if he can get into like the third round. Should be great for our scoring. Um, next here, I'm gonna go. Like this is kind of a tough, tough spot for me. I'm gonna go Desmond Ritter. Right now, he's being drafted as 132nd point seven. That's his ADP, and he's at QB thirty. And Desmond Ritter is, I think he's in a good position this year. I think he's in a good position to be like the starter for the Falcons and they have good weapons around him. And I think they're in a weak division. And if Desmond Ritter takes the Falcons to the playoffs this year, which I personally think he does. And I think he's going to surprise some people. I think going into next year, I think he's going to be their starting quarterback. And I think he's going to do just enough this year to like put up fantasy points and I think his ADP will just rise. I mean, because if he's a starting quarterback going into next offseason, he is not going to be at QB 30. And he is especially not going to be drafted at 132nd overall. Like his value will rise. And I think like with his weapons around him, with Pitts, London, Bijan, like I think next offseason he could be a like right now, I think it's a pretty good discount for Desmond Ritter. And I think next offseason he could be respected pretty high. Second one here, I'm going to go um, kind of tough for the running backs, but I'm going to go J.K. Dobbins. As of right now, he's at an ADP of 62.7 at RB18. And Dobbins is one who has has great talent. That's undeniable. It's the injuries that have caused him the problems. And last year, early on, like you could just tell something was wrong, and he was kind of sat out some games, and he was kind of bothered by the injury. But late in the season – he started showing flashes and he was making plays. He was rushing for quite a few yards and he was scoring touchdowns and he was showing the JK Dobbins of the past. And I think this year, especially if he's fully healthy, which I think he will be there or if not very close, I think he's going to ball out. And I think he's a guy next off season. I mean, he's still pretty young to where I think he's going to be a good value and he's going to be someone who people are going to be dying to have. And especially with the running backs, at the top are going to keep falling due to their getting a year older and 
like we're seeing what's happened with Dalvin Cook and that could happen with Eckler, like who knows with Chubb, McCaffrey, Henry. I just think Dobbins is going to be one that's going to rise in value and he's going to be the RB steal in the, I don't know, fourth round next year, maybe even third, like which would be pretty great for this, this league. And yeah, JK Dobbins, that's my first, first RB off the board. I love it. I love it. Dobbins. Uh, I was actually debating between him and uh, so, yeah, the same way that you were, you were thinking Pitts. I was actually thinking Dobbins for my next one. Uh, Cause I wanted to go to the running back position too. Obviously you always want to keep, you want to go super young. I feel like with, with running back in this kind of draft because uh, ADP value just tanks and, uh, and run it for running backs, uh, especially with age. So uh, I'm going ahead and going with James cook here. Uh, the Buffalo running back. I'm pretty sure that, uh, he he has a chance to to break out this year. Um, I shouldn't say pretty sure, uh, but yeah, I think he has a solid chance to to go ahead and break out this year. Um, doesn't have a ton of competition uh, at the position. Um, just uh, and it's on, in an offense that you know everybody gets excited about. I could really see the hype kind of uh, taking over over on him, and uh, so he's going at ADP one hundred one right now. Pretty sure he. Uh, gosh, I keep saying pretty sure. Um, he's, he's going to, uh, he's going to raise the right, uh, rise to the ranks here. My next one is, uh, is going to be Zach Charbonnet. Zach Charbonnet at 91, uh, overall ADP, uh, get both my running backs here. I think that, uh, Kenneth Walker has obviously made him, uh, kind of get, uh, get faded. Um, there's a discount on him just because of Kenneth Walker. I think if obviously if Ken Walker wasn't there. Uh, his ADP would be maybe 40, 50 spots higher. And, uh, you know, with, with any kind of situation like that with Pete Carroll, um, it's, it's just obvious that they don't actually like Ken Walker. And whenever you look into the advanced metrics, um, yeah, Ken Walker is a beast, but he just, he, he has a lot of negative yards. He doesn't have, uh, he, he isn't a, a Pete Carroll kind of running back. And uh, Charbonnet is, I think Nick is probably, I think Nick has actually made that point on this podcast. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I just like him, uh, like him raising through the ranks and uh, wanted to get two young RBs before you snagged them all. I like the Charbonnet pick a lot. I think he's a, I think he's got a good, good chance to, like a lot of people like Walker. He makes some really good plays, breakout runs, but I, I think Charbonnet's consistent. He can catch passes, and he's a pretty good player. James Cook, I'm not as confident on, but I definitely respect it. Next pick here, um, I'm going back and forth on this one here. It's just because you've gone both running backs, you've gone a tight end. I, I got to go QB here, and this is one that I've really debated on. And the guy I'm going to go is C.J. Stroud. Because CJ Stroud, he's at an ADP of 38.6 right now. He's going to QB 13. And I don't know. My thoughts on the QBs in this draft is I had Bryce one and I did have CJ two, but I I personally think CJ has the highest upside of any of the QBs in this draft. And a lot of people don't see it that way, but I just think CJ's bull placement is one of the best I've seen, like the way he can show throw his back shoulder throws. And I just think the way he throws the football is pretty darn good. And it's going to be making, he's going to make a difference to the next level with that. And in the Georgia game, he showcased some playmaking with his legs. 
And I personally am more confident in someone figuring out how to properly use their athleticism than someone randomly figuring out how to throw a football. And CJ Stroud, we know can throw a football and he is very good at it. And I think he can continue to learn how to navigate a pocket, play under pressure. And I just think he, in the Georgia game, he showed he can do it. And I just think he's one that next year I could see him being drafted in the first round. I know people don't like his weapons. I think they're a little underrated and I think they're going to put him in a position to succeed. And I think next year he's going to be in a very good, in a very good spot to be the next breakout quarterback. So CJ Stroud is my pick. My second pick here, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of torn. Um, between going running back and tight end, I'm, you pick my for sure tight end pick and probably pick one of my running back picks. That's okay. I'm going to go Greg Dolchik. 137th ADP, tight end 17. I've talked before about Greg Dolchik and how I think he's going to break out this year. And I just think he he's a guy who's his ADOT is, is quite high for a tight end. And I just think that he's a guy that has a unique talent in that he could be a downfield threat as a tight end. There's a lot of tight ends that could be underneath guys. And Dolchik has good athleticism. He can play in the slot. He can get open. He can make plays. And I just like, I just like what he can do. And I just think that with Sean Payton, I think he's going to really fall in love with him and he's going to really fall in love with his potential. And yep. Greg Dolchik tight end. All right. I mean, uh, I actually looking at the CJ Stroud pick, I was kind of looking at at it again and I was like, wow, talk about a, a snag. They're at the 36 spot. And I mean, every pick that he goes up is a bonus round. And I mean, QBs, if he has a great season, he's he could be right there in round one. So um, really like that pick. Um, kind of kicking myself a little bit for not thinking of that. Um, as far as the Dolchich pick, uh, great. Good job. Proud of you. All right, um, let's move on. My pick here. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh make make a pick that you knew was coming with Jordan Love at quarterback. Um, if you've been been watching uh, for a few episodes now, everybody knows I I'm a big Jordan Love guy. I was more into him whenever uh he was the backup to Aaron Rodgers in the off season, and uh you know people were valuing him as a backup uh quarterback, but he still is going at 90th overall, which uh quarterback 24. I could see him moving up. Uh, he's had he was a first round pick. He's had three years to sit behind uh, a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. I just I have confidence in him. Uh, I'm just a believer in him, and for the same reason that uh, we were talking, C.J. Stroud, you know, could make such a huge jump just because of the position. Uh, Jordan Love, I think, uh, has a, has a solid chance of uh, of jumping jumping up quite a, quite a bit from that ninety spot. Hopefully, getting into the third round, getting me some bonus pick uh, some bonus points. Um going to go ahead and uh slide to another wide receiver here in uh Kadarius Tony. Uh I know that's going to be opposite one of Nick's picks here. Uh that's just kind of a, a good rivalry that we have going there. Uh Kadarius Tony at the 105 right now. Um you know obviously he uh his talent level everybody knows the deal with Kadarius Tony. You know, you're worried about him getting injured, you're worried about uh you know him not getting along with coaches or something like that. Whatever made him made the Giants want to want to get rid of him. But everybody also knows the talent level with Kadarius Tony for this kind of draft, where uh, 
Nick, are we penalized if the if uh, somebody that we pick goes back, goes down in the draft? Did we add that in? Zero. Yeah, I didn't think so. So Kadarius Tony's a great pick for, for a draft like this because <laughs> if he drops, well, then you know, I mean, it is it is a dud. But uh, if he hits, man, Kadarius Tony, the the talent level is like I saw a tweet one time that was like Kadarius Tony if he. Uh, if he had just if he put up the slightest bit of effort towards uh towards football and it was like a picture of uh of uh Jerry Rice and uh I mean it's uh not not yeah compare comparing Jerry Rice to that that, that isn't uh, fair to Jerry I apologize but uh my bad Jerry but uh I mean I don't know just Kadarius Tony's my guy and uh I'm riding with him that's uh that's my two picks uh, uh I believe we're back on you Nick uh I I'm trying to keep track of how many how, we're doing three flex spots right. Um, what I had down was two wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, and a super flex. But I think it's good to at least have a flex. Okay. So All right, if you want, like yep, yep, we'll do we'll do one flex. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then uh, I only have one pick left after this, right? And then you have, you have your two here. Yep, you have your super flex, and I have my flex and running back slot. Perfect. Running back slot here. This is where I've been I've been very torn on. But I'm gonna go ahead and go Zach Evans. ADP of 162.8. RB 49 right now. And Zach Evans here, I'm with running backs. I like I was torn between going him and maybe a guy that's a little bit older. And to me, that's too much of a risk. I think Zach Evans is one who, similar to Kadarius Tony, he's got upside. But he's also got downside. But Zach Evans is one. He's not in a crowded backfield. He's got Kyron Williams, and he's got Cam Akers. But I personally think Zach Evans has, in terms of talent, I think he's maybe the best. And Cam Akers, maybe that's not fair, but he's he's had an injury, and I'm one who's a bit skeptical about coming back from an Achilles injury. And I think it's something that's difficult, and I, I wish Cam Akers the best, and I hope he can do it, but I'm going Zach Evans just to take a little insurance there. And I just think he's a guy that has a ton of talent. And he's one who's on a rookie contract. He was a late-round pick. And if he can be their guy on a team that really needs weapons, really needs weapons, they need players, they need talent, if they can have a sixth-round pick lead them for the next four years, like they're going to do it and they're going to with ask no questions and they're just going to do it. And I just think Zach Evans is the guy that next year we could be talking about him in the same range as J.K. Dobbins now in the 60s. And, yeah, I just think Zach Evans, yeah, he's a guy that can really rise. That's my pick. And my next one, this is a tough one. Because wide receivers, I, I made a mistake early on by picking two because I have so many wide receivers on my list. And my next one I'm going to go, I'm going to go with my guy. I'm going to go Sky Moore. ADP of 150.3, wide receiver 57. Sorry about your Kadarius Tony pick, Jesse, but it's not going to happen. Sky Moore is their guy. He's going to be their wide receiver one. I just, Sky is just the talent. I mean, no disrespect to Kadarius Tony. I'm just talking trash, but I just think Sky is a guy that has so much potential. And I think he's a guy that this year, I mean, reports coming out so far is he's a guy that Pat is falling in love with. And some reports are saying he's going to be in the juju role. Actually, Pat Mahomes himself said that today. And I want some of that, especially a guy that can play after the catch. Um, 
plays like a running back, can make plays downfield. They say they're using him downfield and underneath in the juju role. I'll take some of that with Patrick Mahomes. Sky Moore is my pick, and he's really going to rise. Back to Ooh. the <laughs> No way. Oh, gross. There's no way. Man, Pat is just doing some coaching speak for you, and you're buying into it all. I love it. Um, <clears throat> no, Kadarius Tony's going to be the guy there, not worried at all. Zach Evans, I, I do like the pick there, but uh, – I do. So before I, I, I pick my final pick here, I do just want to throw in an honorable mention, somebody that I did mean to get in here, just like you were saying earlier, uh, Taji Spears. So Taji Spears, just felt like I needed to get in here because uh, what's going to happen next year, regardless of how Taji Spears play, there's a certain podcast with a big influence on the dynasty market. They picked him to be a good per, a good player. He could He could do anything this year. And they'll they'll still ride him next year, keep his value up, and uh, probably move it up almost no matter what. Derrick Henry leaves. Oh my goodness! The number one podcast, uh, dynasty podcast uh, in the in the in the country is uh, gonna gonna hype Taji Spears up. Uh, don't believe in the talent at all. Just believe in the hype a little bit and that getting that ADP up. So for my last pick here at QB, not a super exciting pick, but uh, it's just very similar to uh, to Jalen Hurts kind of of last year. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he's going at pick 21. Um, I just think that he's going to gonna rise in value. Uh, and that's, like I said earlier, those are the value picks here in this draft. So going with Deshaun Watson before his, uh, before his, his stuff off the field, um, he was a top five dynasty pick. I think maybe even higher than that. And uh, I don't think that he'll get back up to there, but he could definitely be back in the first round. I mean, he's staying in, in he, he's uh, in the second, even with a horrible year last year. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, this value speaks for itself. Yeah, I I like that Watson pick. I he's actually one I had written down that it's an honorable mention. Um, and yeah, Tyshay Spears, that's a good one. I mean, that's something. I mean, th- that's kind of the Zach Evan pick I made. Uh, I think like ones I discussed were running backs that I thought were like maybe this year maybe weren't going to do much, but next year like could rise up. But at the same time, I was taking a gamble. And the other, like, I'll I'll kind of run through a few that I thought about taking here. I'll just be real quick. Clayton Toon, talked about him a lot. I, I think he could really rise. But I went ahead and went with Ritter and Stroud, kind of changing up a bit. Um, another one is Rashad Penny. I thought he was one that it's an ADP 153, RB45. Like, I personally think Rashad Penny is going to be the guy for the Eagles this year. But at the same time, I'm a, I'm a bit scared because some Eagles beat writers are saying that his job could be questionable this year. So I don't know what to believe, but I I like Penny's talent a lot. Wide receivers, I had DJ Moore, Quentin Johnson, Jordan Addison, uh, Michael Gallup, I think someone who could really rise. Uh, and then I had Kyle Phillips and Puka Nakua. Tight ends, Darnell Washington, Jelani Woods. Other ones I discussed. Yeah, no, I like all those guys. I had some more, some more guys in my notes here, but uh, I'm, I'm just looking at my time here. I'm sure that we, we got to get on to the, the three, the three people that we think are going to drop an ADP. Does that sound right? Yep. Perfect. Perfect. So, uh, do you want to go first on on that note, or uh, are you, you gonna let me steal your guy again? I'll go ahead and go first on this one. All right. All right. <laughs> my first one is Pat Fryermuth. Right now, he's at an ADP of 80, 85th overall tight end eight. 
I personally am – I've talked about this before. I'm not a believer in the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. And I know I picked Deontay Johnson. I think Deontay Johnson is going to get a lot of targets. Pat Fryermuth, I'm not a huge believer in the talent. I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to throw for a lot of touchdowns. I think if Pat Fryermuth has under five touchdowns next year, his ADP is going to plummet. And I just – I like Darnell Washington. I think he's good, and I think Pat Fryermuth is good. But I don't think he's a great tight end talent that can really fend off someone if a rookie kind of shows out a bit. So Pat Fryermuth is my first one. I love it. Exactly why you said uh, Darnell uh, Washington, if he if he shows out a little bit, he could definitely uh, take over. I mean, he's just huge. And uh, anyway, yeah, no, I, I actually do like that pick for him, him to drop a little bit. Uh, I do have him in a league, so hoping uh, hoping you're wrong there, but. Uh, so as far as uh my my first pick here, uh, a lot of people are gonna probably hate me for this one. Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. So being at one hundred and ninety nine pounds, um, a lot of uh just the different things that I've looked at have talked about um workhorse running backs in the NFL that are un- under two hundred and ten pounds. Uh, Jameer Gibbs falls uh, 10 pounds short of that. And uh, I'm pretty sure he weighed in at the combine at like 195. So I'm pretty sure he he's uh, even that 199 to give him a little bit. So uh, his receiving uh, effort could could definitely rise, rise his ADP. But at the same time, if he doesn't have that uh, that receiving um, that receiving that that percentage of the of the target share, similar to uh, Swift, where, uh, yeah, he's going to be looking at looking. Very, very uh he's gonna be dropping from that that twenty-six or twenty-seven, sorry. His ADP right now is tw- oh no, no, no. We're going we're going twenty-six point four. So his ADP right now is twenty-six. To keep that up, he would have to stay in the top four running backs. I just I don't know. That's a huge task to ask of somebody who's so light, who also has another uh, someone who's proven they can be a workhorse running back right behind them. And David Montgomery, I could see his value just absolutely tanking and uh, just people being excited, excited for him as a rookie uh, running back. So, um, yeah, yeah, that that's my first one. Uh, Jameer Gibbs for, for dropping an ADP at 26. Okay, I'll go ahead with another one here. I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna I'll knock out two of mine here. I'm gonna go one. First one, I'm gonna go Kadarius Tony. Sorry, Jesse. ADP of 104.6. I just am not a Kadarius Tony believer. I, I think he's a good talent, but I just have a lot of concerns with him. Uh I think his like a lot of red flags. I, I think his injury history and also the fact that he he's never really been used in the NFL outside of really gadget plays. I mean, he had the one game for the Giants against the Cowboys that he made plays down the field and did a lot of extra stuff. But other than that, he's just been used on short routes. A lot of people like to use his targets per route run from this past year and his efficiency and his PFF grade. But that a lot of that was gadget work. And a lot of it was schemed touches and i just worry about his ability to play the position and another thing is Kadarius tony since high school Kadarius tony has had one productive season and that was his last year of college and he was still uh, only had a 900 yard season like he was in college four years he's been in the nfl now 
This is going to be his third year. And I just, I'm not, I can't buy into that production. I cannot buy into one year production and expect some big breakout. And that's where the ADP of 104 is basically saying is that this guy is going to be the next breakout. I can't see it. The next one is, Jesse, you're going to hate me for this one, but it's Jalen Hurts. As of right now, he's at an ADP of 3.3. He's a third player off the board. And I think Jalen Hurts is a good player. I think he's a good quarterback. But in order to be the third pick next year, he's got to continue his absurd efficiency. He only threw 22 touchdown passes. And one thing of the history of quarterbacks in fantasy is they do not continue when they don't throw a lot of touchdown passes. Touchdown passes are the like basically the mainstay for quarterbacks in terms of fantasy. Lamar had the great season, great efficiency season, and he has his rushing, but since then he has not been able to maintain that efficiency, and his fantasy value has slowly dropped. And I think Jalen Hurts is a guy that he might not fall far, but I think he's going to fall a bit. And also another thing that no one's talking about, he lost Shane Steichen, and I think that could be pretty big. And I, I just think if their offense doesn't maintain that great play calling, great efficiency, I think he could fall a little bit. I mean, it might not be super far, but I think it, it could be enough for someone like Herbert Burrow to pass him up. And that's that's my last one. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. I do hate you. No, no. I mean, I I, uh, I can see with it with Hurts. I mean, like I said, last year I was uh, – I even made my Twitter uh, – my. Twitter uh, account, uh, Jalen Hurts will be a top four uh, dynasty pick next year. Um, he did exactly that, but I I have to admit, I mean, whenever you're at the top, it's hard to keep going up. You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes can't keep can't keep going up from one. You know, so uh, I do I do understand the Jalen Hurts pick. I don't hate it uh, necessarily, and I mean Tony, uh, I even mentioned it whenever I was picking him that uh, in our. You you went ahead and made it so that now if he falls, uh, it does count against me because now it will count for points for you. But uh, I I see what you did there, nice job. But uh, yeah, no, I mean as as far as a strategy perspective, I, I like it. So um, I will uh, I will go ahead and uh, pick my last two here. They're actually back to back picks. So uh, first, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, actually the Gibbs counterpart that everybody uh, was uh, compares him to, just like I did, Swift. Uh, he went to, to Philadelphia. Right now he's picked 64. Um, I could see him having an absolute, like, just absolutely awful season. The be- the best thing that he that he does is catching the football. Um, he's best at, uh, yeah, yeah, just at um, – at, at the receiving back back part of the play, uh, Jalen Hurts is awesome at running the running the ball. So it kind of always uh, running backs that are uh, a quick outlet option always tend to uh, get hurt from from running quarterbacks. So uh, I could just I could see Swift. Uh, Swift's another polarizing player similar to Tony. Uh, I'm a huge Eagles fan. I'm super glad that he got him. The, that the Eagles got him because I think he's going to help the team a lot. But uh, as far as fantasy, I just I think that it, it it's going to be I think Philly's going to be a, a dead zone for running backs for for a while with Jalen there. He's he's still allowed to do that QB sneak, so you're not going to get that goal line work. Um, 
there's just a lot of things there. I can't wait. Jalen Hurts is going to keep doing that goal line sneak. Going to score a bunch of rushing touchdowns. His ADP is going to be two next year. And uh, Nick's going to get absolutely no bonus points like he was hoping <laughs> for on that on that call there. And uh, I actually am super glad that I did wait to drop this last little bomb on you. Um, it's not quite a bomb, but it's definitely one of your guys that you like. Calvin Ridley. He is going at 65 right now, ADP. That's absurd. He's 28 years old. He hasn't played football in two years. We all hold that against Jamison Williams. Granted, I mean, not, not insanely hard. But, dude, Calvin Ridley's 28 years old. And not only that, he's going into uh, he's going into a role where, do we know he's going to be wide receiver one? No. Everybody likes to think that. But, dude, Christian Kirk's still a beast. Like, he, um, yeah, yeah, I just – I do not think that uh, Calvin Early is going to hold that value at all at 65 um, ADP-wise. And, uh, yeah, yeah, the main thing that's going to happen is Christian Kirk is going to just show everybody that he's still the man there. Um, but uh, also the age, of course, has, has a little to do with it. You know, I mean, he is 28 years old, like I said. So I that is wild to me that he's going at 65. That That is uh, absurd, so... I'm super happy with that pick. I think that that could end up being what what uh, edges me over, especially when Tony and Hertz both uh, make you pay for uh, for picking them to go down. So pretty happy with this draft. Super happy with my first pick. I'm glad that I immediately fought you to to go first because I had a feeling that we were both going to go for Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is a good player. People are going to figure that out uh, one way or another, <laughs> but he's a good player. Uh, I I like those last picks. Um, by you there. Uh, I think Calvin Ridley, I, I think he's going to have a good year, but I definitely understand the criticism. I definitely get it. And DeAndre Swift, I think it's good. And personally, I think Gibbs was a good pick. I think I mean, Gibbs maintaining the early third, like late second value, like you got to be pretty good in order to do that. And that's just, that's that's a risk. And I think that's a good pick. Um, other guys I thought about, I thought about Trey Lance. Uh, I like you're gonna think that's crazy because I used to be a Trey Lance guy, but I just think he's a guy coming off injury, uncertainty. I could see his value lowering. And then another is uh Devontae Smith, I think him and uh Michael Pittman is another one. I think those guys could lower. You got any more? Yeah, that is so injury. funny because let me my fourth would have been Trey Lance. For sure. He was 79 ADP. That's still pretty high for where he's at. I mean, he, he could definitely fall off even more. So like you said, with the injury, um, yeah, I mean, he could, he could fall off even more. And then it's so fun. Like it was actually a very similar thought process. I think, uh, I was actually going 